Time to wake Time to up. up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. You are tuned in to His Hard Line. Welcome to the number one show many have yet to discover. Our priorities of discussion are quite simple. We put God first. We talk about good health and how to fortify our families, followed by how we restore the republic so we can have a strong nation once again. So patriots, patriots, assemble. assemble. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the host with the most. They are in the captain's chair. They are the ones running this show. They are at the wheel, and they are steering this ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard Line for episode 466. And we're going to have just a little basic conversation about, uh, you know, when this whole COVID scandemic thing happened. and kind of you know where where we were at back in 2020 when all this stuff started kind of happening and things started getting real right around March 13th of 2020 you know a lot of people out there complied and believed everything that we were being told by the news media hook line and sinker um and even some of those out there that were kind of awake to the stuff that was going on Um, there is without a doubt still some of those people that kind of, you know, took the bait a little bit. Um, look, I did to, to, uh, some degree, um, I was still learning. I was still waking up. And if anybody out there says that they didn't have a, uh, a moment of, um, what do you want to call it? Um, I don't want to say doubt, but if you, if you're going to sit here and tell me straight faced, oh, I knew this whole time, this was all a big scam. 
all right, there might be like one or 2% of the people out there. And I'm being generous with that number. There might be one or 2% of the population out there that actually knew from the very get go before this even became a, uh, a rapid growing forest fire, if you will, um, that we all know it as the scamdemic. Maybe there are a few out there. I will give it that. Okay. But even people out there that were awake, that knew how corrupt our government is, was, still can be, right? The corporation. Um, I'm sorry, but you, if I, like I said, I, I fell for some of this. All right. Now, we're going to get a little bit further into that topic of conversation, but a little something interesting I kind of wanted to point out, um, kind of on this, because this kind of goes and falls in line with what we are seeing today, um, especially with regards to the banks doing what they're doing. I mean, we've been keeping up with um, what Bank of America was doing to their customers, all the fraudulent activity that Wells Fargo um you know, partook in years ago, right? I mean, that bank has fallen. Bank of America has fallen. JP Morgan has fallen. So speaking of JP Morgan, because again, at the hel- at the at the head of this whole pyramid scheme that we call the corporate government, we have at the very, very tippy tippy top your bankers, your banking cabal, right? Your big banking mafiosos. And then you got the bar which is your you know, your British accreditation registry. That's who's at the top. And they're both in bed with each other. Again, all not just for the sake of making a ton of money, but also gaining control and power over nations around the world and ultimately have control and a stronghold over the world. Because again, they want to usher in their new world order, right? <clears throat> so, Here's something that I'm going to read. It's an email that I get typically every other day, if not daily, from Bix Weir. Now, I follow Bix Weir, and then I also follow John Perez on Money is Silver channel on Telegram. Now, Bix Weir, I tell you, is an interesting character, but he does keep an eye and keeps his finger on the pulse when it comes to the silver market. Now, just listen to this. Nothing crazy. It's nothing too long, but this is what is in his email that he sent today. So the subject says, silver alert, J.P. Morgan opens house silver vault to bail out Bank of America's toxic silver leases. And then in the body of the email, he usually keeps it pretty short and sweet, but this is what it says ultimately. It says, after two years of no movement from the J.P. Morgan house-owned silver vaults, today J.P. Morgan delivered three and a half million ounces of actual physical silver. Why? To bail out Bank of America's structured silver lease at the end of the lease. How much more physical silver does Bank of America owe? Here's an answer. A lot. A lot. Now, why am I reading this? Because at the whole head of this whole scam, not just with the scamdemic that we all know it is, CV-19, and that all farce that it it was, but I'm talking the scam that has occurred since the late 1800s when we basically have been in a 
period of martial law because, again, Abraham Lincoln, in his first general order, imposed what's called the Libra Code, martial law. So, I mean, we've been in martial law since 18, uh, you know, the late 1800s. I can't remember the exact year. Forgive me. But then that's when the military, you know, that's when they contracted with the corporation that used to be known as the Virginia Company, and they changed its name later on to the United States of America. You know, it's a corporation. Again, the Reconstruction Act of 1871, go and read it. It's very easy to find. It discusses exactly what it is, and it's self-admitted. It is a corporation. I mean, it's no different than taking orders from McDonald's. It's like if McDonald's, which is a crappy corporation, by the way, with crappy food, were to come in your house and dictate to you how you need to cook for your family and what you need to make. That's pretty much what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a corporation, guys. Think about it. It's a business. A business to do what? Make money. Make money off who? Off of us poor saps who will let them. Except they do it with tyranny, trickery, and the sad thing is they use very specific brainwashing techniques so we don't rise up against them. The bankers and the bar association are at the top of this whole scam we call the United States. And I say the United States, that's all capital letters, being the corporation. See, we still have what's called the United States of America. And one of the biggest reasons why COVID-19 occurred, why the Twin Towers went down, why we saw that big housing bubble crash that happened in 0708, why there was an attempt on JFK, or excuse me, on Ronald Reagan's life, and why JFK was murdered. These were all attempts to stop the process of returning the true power back to the people, to we the people. And so with this whole, back to the silver, the silver, again, it's one of the things that John F. Kennedy was trying to bring back. He was trying to get silver-backed money, right? The silver certificates, money backed by silver. Well, you know, they weren't having that. No, 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 no. Can't have that. And he was also trying to do a few other things. Again, trying to return sovereignty back to the people. Well, they thwarted that plan, and we all know what happened to that poor man. So, why am I bringing all of this up today? So, again, back to being cast out for being truthers. See, <clears throat> let's pick a starting point. Well, for me, personally, I started waking up to how corrupt our government was, is, right? The corporation, we're just going to call it the corporation because it's not a true government. It's de facto. It's, it's, uh, it's in place, but it's not legitimate. I started waking up, and yes, I used to listen to Alex Jones once upon a time. Not anymore. But truth be told, he did wake me up to a lot of stuff. And a lot of it really started stemming from when the uh, Zarnoff brothers did the Boston Marathon bombings. And then it just kind of spiraled from there. I just started going down rabbit hole upon rabbit hole upon rabbit hole. Now, my whole family at that time, aunts, uncles, my late stepfather at the time, even my mom, I think I'm convinced even I'm pretty sure everybody thought I was nuts because I was going down all these deep rabbit hole conspiracy theory type stories. Even my late stepfather even 
pulled me aside one day. He goes, Jason, you're not some right wing conspiracy nut, you know, nut job, are you? I was like, uh, no. Like, why do you ask? Well, just some of the stuff you're looking into. Okay. Now, let's fast forward to, yeah, this is true. My wife just put in the chat board. I didn't, though. That's right. My wife didn't. She she listened to my craziness and never ridiculed it. She just kind of listened, and I'm, I'm not sure at the time what she believed in or didn't believe in, but she never thought I was nuts. So this is very, very true. Now, let's fast forward to january or february i want to say it was february i can't remember i remember when i used to i was donating i used to, i was donating plasma at the time and i was sitting in the chair hooked up to a needle donating plasma and they have a ton of tvs around the room that you can watch shows on and i would never forget the news that broke out that um oh what is that all right come on basketball player uh basketball fans you'll know this um kobe bryant remember the the, the helicopter accident that occurred where Kobe Bryant died and his daughter, I forgot who else. So that occurred at the very beginning of 2020. This was before COVID became a thing. Now, I thought that was very, very odd. It was a sad story, but I thought it was a very odd story. It's like, okay, now we fast forward to March. Now, COVID-19, okay, which everybody at the time, it was being called the China virus, it was being called this. It was being called, you know, it, it had so many different names to it. At the end of the day, it was a scam-demic, right? And that's when we were dealing with the whole, you know, oh, you got to buy all your toilet paper, get your toilet paper, and you barely were able to find even single-ply toilet paper. Like, I don't know still to this day what the hell that was all about. But all I know is that was nuts in of itself. What type of psychosis or type of... uh word had to been said on mainstream media that caused this huge run on toilet paper i'm still baffled about that one i still think that was a you know an exercise to see exactly the level of psychosis that the general population was under again my own personal thoughts and opinions now <clears throat> i'll never forget when, excuse me for a second, I'll never forget when, let me, I'm trying to recall my thoughts now, forgive me, because uh, I want to make sure I get this right. I'll never forget that when things started getting real, and remember, I'm a gas hauler, I see a lot in the world. And when they shut down America and the states, most states, for right 14 days to flatten a curve, you all remember that, that line, we're all in this together, 14 days to flatten a curve, 14 days, flatten the curve. You know, I don't think we ever really got to a point where we flattened the curve, probably because there was no curve to flatten, it was already flat. So all this started happening in March and I'll never forget it. It was so eerie because while the rest of the world shut down 
there is those, remember, that was another key term that everyone was using. Essential services. Well, as a truck driver who hauls fuel, I was considered essential. So, of course, I had to have a piece of paper that showed by, you know, to the authorities out there that we all call police officers, that I was allowed to be out and about out of my house. Let me see your papers, please. Yeah. I still have that piece of paper. I'll never forget driving down I-96, which is a major interstate here in Michigan, on a Monday morning, because all this occurred on Friday the 13th, by the way, in March. Thought that was kind of odd. And I remember still having a report to work on that Monday. And I'll never forget, I was coming back with a load of ethanol, headed back west. <laughs> And somebody was asking me, did anyone ever ask for your papers? No, nobody actually pulled me over for that. But I had it with me. But I'll never forget, I was driving down the interstate with a full load of, with a full load of ethanol. A full load of ethanol at 9 a.m. Typically when it's very busy on the highway, it was a ghost town, ladies and gentlemen. Let, let me tell you something. For that 45 to 50 minutes, I felt like I was the only man alive in the world. Like I knew what was going on. I knew what the situation was. But when you're barreling down a highway at 65 miles an hour with a load of ethanol, there is not one car in sight it was the weirdest thing i had ever encountered in my life it was the craziest thing i'd ever witnessed and been through now i wanted to kind of get that little sidebar out because just to explain and, and i'm sure a lot of you had similar experiences if you were out and about driving I mean, it was weird to see L.A. completely shut down and nobody out and about. Very strange. Makes you, you know, wonder what in the hell was actually going on. So I started doing my own research. Something wasn't smelling right. And this is where the critical thinking started taking place. It's like, okay, hold on a second. First off, nowhere ever in history have we ever quarantined healthy and sick people. It was always you quarantine the sick and the healthy people can go up. Oh, but that was another term that they were throwing around like nothing, you know, like a bad habit. Oh, but you might be asymptomatic. You remember that term? Asymptomatic. Yeah, asymptomatic. Dude, we had a, we had a, Leslie Liberty was saying, I went for a walk today and an older lady was walking with a mask on. Wow, that was today? Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. I was going to say, because during this whole scandemic thing, some of our neighbors, not the ones that we hang out on a regular basis, but one of our neighbors, which shall be remained nameless, was literally, if we were hanging out in their driveway, they were drawing circles in their driveway in which we had to place our lawn chairs on so we can stay properly socially distanced. Uh-huh. Yeah. Needless to say, they're double, triple boosted too. So I started doing my own research, started figuring out what the hell's going on. 
I ran across this thing in my research called Event 201. I've talked about it lightly here and there. Now, why am I bringing all this up? Because I'm going to share a personal story. <clears throat> my mom, are, and my mom, who's listening in right now, Coastal Runner. Hi, mom. She already knows the story, so she's going to hear it again. Now, and then she was saying, I was out walking the dog earlier, and a woman was out walking with no one around <laughs> with a mask. You know what? I got one better for you. Here, here, here's one for you. I was out delivering at a gas station in Holland. This was last summer. A guy rolls up at the pumps during summer months. It's warm out. It's hot. Convertible was down. And he was wearing a mask. Convertible down summer outside wearing a mask. Yeah, that was pretty uh, disturbing. Um, anyway. I found this thing called Event 201. I was like, well, this is really odd. What the heck is this? So I started doing some research on it, digging into it. Nobody was talking about it. Glenn Beck wasn't talking about it. Dan Bongino wasn't talking about it. Nobody was talking about it. Nobody in the truther community, whatever was being started at that time, nobody was talking about Event 201. But I came across it. Now, hear this clip for a second. Maybe. On behalf of our center and our partners, the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, I'd like to extend a very warm welcome to our audience here in New York, as well as our larger virtual audience participating online today. The Event 201 scenario is fictional. Today's scenario is going to simulate meetings of a multi-stakeholder group called the Pandemic Emergency Board. We're at the start of what's looking like it will be a severe pandemic. And there are problems emerging that can only be solved by global business and governments working together. There has been uh, some conspiracy theories that are around about uh, the potential that pharmaceutical companies or the UN have released this for their own benefit. And maybe this is a time for us to showcase some cases where we are able to, to bring forward some bad actors and leave it before the courts to decide whether they have actually spread some fake news. A new coronavirus. Infected people got a respiratory illness with symptoms ranging from mild flu-like signs to severe pneumonia. In related news, a significant demand for personal protective equipment like N95 masks and gloves are on the rise. Haitians are overwhelming healthcare facilities. People are avoiding public spaces out of fear of infection and in compliance with public health recommendations. Our US affiliate has just released polling results on public expectations for a vaccine. And 65% of those polled are eager to take the vaccine, even if it's experimental. I'm not optimistic about having the vaccine in Time to be relevant during this pandemic. With enough money and political will, anything is possible. Penalties have been put in place for spreading harmful falsehoods, including arrests. If the solution means controlling and reducing access to information, I think it's the right choice. The world saw large-scale protests and in some places riots. This led to violent crackdowns in some countries and even martial law. The public lost trust in their respective administration. Economists say the economic turmoil caused by such a pandemic will last for years. The societal impacts, the loss of faith in government, the distrust of news, and the breakdown of social cohesion could last even longer. We have to ask, did this need to be so bad? Event 201 took place five months before COVID-19 was declared a pandemic. 
The participants of the event are some of the same people that are now deeply involved in the real pandemic and profiting from it as well. Event 201 was a scripted, multi-camera, live event that was broadcast globally via the internet. An event of this complexity and magnitude would take months to write, prep, and produce, placing the conception date at least one year prior to the actual pandemic. There is no question that there will be a surprise outbreak. Anthony Fauci knew. I cannot stand that Anthony Fauci. I, I cannot stand him. You know, which, by the way, where is he at, guys? Where, where's, where's the Fauci? Huh? Where's the Fauci? He's nowhere to be found. Where's, uh, where's, where's Debbie Burks? Where, where has she been at? Haven't seen her in a minute. Where's Bill and Melinda Gates? You know, so here, here we go. So forget those questions for a minute. Let's, let's, let's look at something for a second now. So event 201 was sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates, um, by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right? And this was taking place at the Johns Hop the John Hopkins uh, University. Now, again, this was put on supposedly by the World Economic Forum. Now, I started looking into this, and I started realizing what Event 201 was. I and mean, they were doing simulations of what would happen if, you know, God forbid, a pandemic were to strike the world. What would banking do? What would the news media do? What would businesses do? Uh, how would we react? How would, you know, what, what would the storyline be? And it was like some fake, uh, the, the, the simulation was some COVID uh, coronavirus that came out of not China, but in the simulation, South America. Yeah. So I started looking into this and I started realizing, holy crap, this was planned. And that's when I really started waking up. Like at this point, like I already knew about Q. I knew what was going on there and Trump was waking up. But then when this started happening, like I said, I was looking into my own, I was doing my own investigation. And man, I wish I had a podcast at that time because I would have been able, I would have been literally the first one to break this story about event 201 because I, when I started looking it up and I started posting stuff on Facebook, yes, I used to be part of Facebook once upon a time. I was putting all this information out there. I was doing screenshots. I was trying to wake up the people in my circles, letting people know, look what this is going on. You know, Bill and Melinda Gates are putting this on. This is a depopulation event. And if you listen to some of, you know, uh, Bill Gates's Ted talks or whatever the hell they're called, you know, he talks about how, you know, with the success of vaccines, we can, you know, we could be, uh, we, we, we can, we can have uh, control of the population of the earth or reduce it by five or 10% or whatever it, that number was. I can't exactly remember, but you know, when I was doing this digging and research, I, I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I can't believe this. And then guess what? Like three, four weeks later, people like Glenn Beck and Dan Bongino and others started talking about it. This was like three, four weeks later after I discovered all this. That's what it was. 15%. Bill Gates said that with the success, with, with uh, success of vaccines and, and, and uh, whatever else he said in that talk, that it could uh, control the population and reduce it by 15%. That's right. And so I was posting all this stuff. Now, my stepbrother at the time, my younger stepbrother, mind you, quite liberal. He started chiming in on the comment section of a lot of my stuff. Now, as you would know, he is a big Bill Gates. Uh, mm, how do I want to say it without sounding uh, rude? He's a big ass kisser. Oh, I 
I did that backwards. I did the beep, then said the bad word. <laughs> he is a Bill Gates ass kisser. That beep did not work out effectively. See, I'm terrible at censoring myself. Nah, I don't like the word butt. Butt sounds so kindergarten there. He's an ass kisser of Bill Gates. Soap in the mouth, Rita says. No, thank you. I'll take vinegar instead. <laughs> but I'm going to call it, yeah, like Leslie Liberty says, I'm calling it out like it is. So, of course, he had to go in the comment section and started debating me, saying, well, hold on a second now. I, I think this is all conspiracy and everything, you know, everything that you're saying is just a bunch of bull crap. You have nothing to substantiate your claims. I said, dude, go look at the speech. And I put the speech up of him actually saying these words. He's like, well, that doesn't really prove anything. I'm like, what are you talking about? It doesn't prove anything. What world are you living in, dude? And so we were going back and forth, going back and forth. And believe it or not, it was actually a good debate. And at the end of the day, we both walked away from that debate. Fine. It was just two gentlemen having a discussion, right? Having a discussion. Hold on. I got to adjust something on my mic. There we go. I think there we go. It was just two gentlemen having a discussion. And we ended up walking away from that conversation on Facebook saying, so how's life? How, how's the family? How, how are you doing? How's school? How's the job? You know, start getting into regular everyday bantering, like no harm, no foul. And this is where it got stupid. All right. Kind of, again, rounding this out to the topic of the, of the conversation being cast out for being a truth teller. So my stepmom, and I really don't care because she's already written me and my wife and daughter off. I don't know what the heck her problem is. That's a different story for a different day that I might, you know, divulge later. Again, I try not to make this about the Jason Jones. You know, this is not the Jason Jones show. This is his hard line. But every once in a while, I'll share a story with you because it does have some learning lessons in there and maybe something to take away from it. But, um, man, I'm just having a hard time with my settings here. There we go. So, <clears throat> So she's on Facebook and she starts going through and reading all the comments. Now, keep in mind, this is her son now because this is my stepbrother. This is her son. So this is her little baby boy, little mouse boy, because that's all he ate was cheese. So like that was his nickname growing up, Mouse. I'm not even tell you what their last name is. It'll make you guys spit your water out of your mouth if I told you the last name on the air. And, and it's it's a true story, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to say it because it is a last name. No, I shouldn't do it can't do it it's, it's beside the point but anyway <laughs> you guys are gonna be wondering now <laughs> my wife is like don't share it don't share it <laughs> oh leave it to my wife to be the voice of reason in the relationship i tell you what all right so my stepmom gets into the conversation and starts reading our comments back and forth, back and forth. Then she starts inserting her two cents. Saying, well, you know, and I wish I had the details. It's been so long now because we're talking like over three years ago now, right? 2021. Yeah. So we're talking like almost three years ago coming up 
see, 20 to 21 to 22. Yeah, wow, almost three years ago coming up in two weeks. And so basically in a nutshell, she got her panties in a bunch because we were having a grown man's debate. Nothing, there was no insults traded at one another. I didn't call him names. He didn't call me names. It was legit a back and forth debate proving our side of the story and our findings with links and videos and audio pieces and so on and so forth, like going back and forth. And needless to say, I was kind of destroying them on that because he really had nothing to counter what I was trying to tell him and what I was proving regarding the event 201 uh, revelation here. Well, she again got her panties all up in a bunch saying, well, you know, I think everything that you're spreading here is is very destructive. It's 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 dangerous because it's it falls into the fake news narrative. And quite frankly, I think it's very irresponsible. And she just kept going on and on and on and on and on and on and on down the list. And finally, it got to a point I said, you know. Here's a crazy idea. If you don't like what I'm posting. You could just simply unfriend me. I don't care. You don't like what I'm typing. You don't like what I'm posting. You can hit the unsubscribe and unfriend button. You're not going to hurt my feelings one way or the other because it's not going to shut me up and I'm not going to stop. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you what that crap storm stirred up there, guys. Because then I ended up getting a text much later, later on. From my dad, telling me, well, how dare you speak to my wife like that and and be disrespectful and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Now, I'm not going to divulge the actual conversation because for a while I actually had it screenshotted. Or I had the whole text, you know, conversation uh, saved on my phone. Because I was so angry with him and all the things that he said. But, you know, I had since deleted it. And my wife, you know, again, being the voice of reason said, you know, when Father's Day rolled around, you know, you should probably wish your dad a happy Father's Day. Because it's because of my stepmom that we don't have a relationship now. Now, where I'm where am I going at with all of this? Again, being cast out for being truth tellers. So it was that very debate that got my stepmom all up in a tizzy. And then she wanted to insert herself in and go to the rescue of her little baby boy, bounce boy. And basically try to deem me as the crazy nut job on Facebook for spreading misinformation and fake news. And then finally, I just called her out. I said, you know what? You don't like it. You can unsubscribe. You know, you can unsubscribe. Don't care. And then, like I said, then it resulted into like weeks later, I got a text from my dad. Again, not going to go into the details of what he actually said, but let's just put it this way. It was a very long, lengthy text of... Uh, how I disrespected him, his wife, or his wife, and so on and so forth. And then he started going down the history rabbit hole of family, saying, "Well, you know, this bothers me when you called me old man," which he never ever divulged that it bothered him because if he would divulge with, you know, using simple words like "Hey, son," um, when you call me old man, which I always did it not out of disrespect, but because, you know, there was a girl I dated back in the day, and her father went by old man, and he liked it. Everybody called him old man, so it was just kind of like literally a term of endearment without having any disrespect. Well, apparently that bothered him. So he started going down this rabbit hole of all these different things that started bothering him saying, well, you know, you know, it bothers me that you do this and that, and, and, and I'm being, I'm, I'm actually explaining this very lightly, but basically he was, he was, uh, 
character assassinating me uh, about how I am as a father. And um, just, you know, sometimes when we talk on FaceTime, I mean, again, I'm not going to get into the details, but the thing is it, it started turning personal of which of course I ended up firing back and retaliated with a very long, uh, very bad message back. Now I'm not proud of it, but I definitely stood my ground and I told him exactly what I thought. And I ended up basically ending that conversation by saying, I didn't know I was talking to father of the year, but excuse me, because there was a lot of things I pointed out then in return of all the crap that he went through. So now, years later, a couple of years later, you know, year I should say maybe a year later is when my wife started telling me, like, maybe you should text your dad on his birthday, text him for, you know, Father's Day. And I was so dead set against it. But you know what? Once I finally got Christ entering into my life, it's, I started realizing, I'm like, okay, this is really stupid. I'm just going to try to be the bigger man here, admit my fault, because there was fault in my own, you know, uh, response. But here's the crazy thing. They still won't talk to us. We've tried calling them, FaceTiming them, putting out every olive branch you can think of. <clears throat> my stepmom has unsub you know, subscribed and you know, unfollowed my wife. She kept putting crap out there on just everything out there, just basically trying to demonize me and my wife how we're keeping their granddaughter away from them. Far from the truth. Far from the truth. We're like, look, we're just going to let bygones be bygones. Let's just be adults, move forward. Guess what? You got a granddaughter, your only granddaughter, and she's not getting any younger, and you're missing very precious time with her. We don't get phone calls. We don't see them. And I've we've let the invite out there. So where am I going at with this? So I, they're not the only ones. I've had aunts and uncles or an aunt and uncle cousin that I've had to set straight when they tried, you know, when, when I tried telling them this is a, a scam and uh, this whole thing is a big fraud. I mean, people thought we were nuts. Marriages ended over it. Friendships ended over it. Relationships and family ended over it. Right. Like Destry was saying right here in the chat, destructive and dangerous to someone who refuses to leave delusions and afraid to face the truth. Absolutely it. And he also says right here, same reason some people will fight to protect welfare services. I mean, these are the things that just, oh, just crazy. But these are the things that we had to deal with. What did it say in Hosea 4.6? My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What, you know, we, we all heard that term, that, that, that verse. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And yes, actually, my wife right here in the chat was saying I woke many up to the old adrenochrome thing. Absolutely. And let me tell you something. My wife is a boss mad researcher an investigator when she started seeing and discovering what was going on with the whole adrenochrome thing in Hollywood in the elitist and everything like that. She started following what people were having, um, ankle bracelets on for house arrest. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, 
I mean, there was so much going on. Now, here's what I think is going on. Now, this is my own personal opinion. I could be wrong with it. I don't know. But we got to remember, the U.S. corporation went bankrupt. I want to say, what was it, Destry? June of 2020? June or May? I can't remember. But the U.S. corporation had an involuntary bankruptcy in 2020. Interesting, because that was the year that COVID broke out. Huh. What else was supposed to happen before COVID broke out? Well, our Assembly of States, which I wasn't a part of at that time. In fact, I had no idea what the Assembly of States were via the National Assembly. But the National Assembly almost came out of interim status back in 2019 because they had all of their states until some, you know, double-tongued serpent by the name of AVR, Anna Von Reitz, went and screwed all that up. We were supposed to come out of interim status in 2019. What happened in 2020? Oh, imagine that. And you can't meet with one another in their own homes. You can't be within six feet of each other. You have to social distance. You have to wear a mask, muzzle up, and shut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, Patriot Beagle is in here saying, my wife walked away from her nursing career, and I was so proud of her. I bet that was tough because let me tell you what, I was prepared to walk away from the trucking industry. If the FMCSA, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, was going to implement these tyrannical dictates on the trucking community, believe me, I was already looking for a different career. I was ready to walk away. Didn't want to walk away because I like trucking. But I'll be damned if I was going to be putting that poison in my body. Again, my people perish for lack of knowledge. What was it that Israel did not know when we read that verse? Like, why was that lack of knowledge so dangerous? Think about it. See, if we read the rest of that verse in in Hosea, it helps to explain in that verse 6 that because you have rejected knowledge, I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the law of your God... I also will forget your children. It's important to note that the structure of this verse, rejected knowledge, is parallel to forgot is parallel to forgotten the law. See, this fits the context of the opening verse of the chapter, which states that Israel failed to acknowledge the Lord as their God. Now, Jason, I thought we were having a conversation about being cast out by our family members for being truthers. Yes, again, back to that verse. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. How many people failed to just trust in God, but decided that, hey, big brother government has got my best interest at heart, and I'm just going to listen to big brother government and get the shot. How did that work out for so many people? It didn't. And guess what? It's still not working out. Here's another parallel. That offers a deeper understanding of the passage. So because Israel had rejected the knowledge of God's law, which again, natural law, God would reject them, right? He would forget their children. He would remove his future blessing from the nation as a result of God rejecting and forgetting Israel. 
They would be destroyed. Hosea's message is in line with Moses' warning to the nation that God would remove his blessing from a disobedient people. How many people did we see be disobedient? Oh, we saw them obedient to government, but they were completely disobedient to, to, to God. Wow. Sorry to hear that, Rita. Rita was just saying here in the chat board out in California, she's part of the California General General Assembly. She says, my close friend lost her brother to the vax last night. Wow. Really sorry to hear that. That's very sad. Again, my people will be, you know, my people will perish for lack of knowledge. See, Hosea 4 verses 1 through 2 emphasize that Israel's lack of knowledge was not mere ignorance, but act of sin against God. And that's kind of what we saw during the whole COVID scandemic. <clears throat> there is no faithfulness or steadfast love and no knowledge of God in the land. There is swearing, lying, murder, stealing, and committing adultery. They break all bounds and bloodshed follow bloodshed. The people were only, were, were, were only ignorant of the law because they actively ignored it. Just like people actively ignored the warning signs when we tried telling people, be careful, they're going to implement COVID vaccine passports. They're going to make these vaccines mandatory. Oh, no, you're nuts. You're, you're a conspiracy theorist. No, you're crazy. No, they would never do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Destry was saying, being obedient to God is putting on his armor and not a mask per man. That's right. And if you look up the symbolism of mask mask usage in the Luciferianism and like Satanism, <clears throat> it's a satanic symbol. See, Hosea's warnings were unheeded and Israel was conquered by Assyria during this ministry, yet even in judgment, God spares a remnant. Very key thing to remember here, guys. God spares a remnant and restores his relationship with them. The prophecies of Hosea reflect this pattern. Israel was judged, yet the Lord would later restore his people whom he loved. Well, Jason, what exactly are you getting at with all this? <clears throat> what I'm getting at is the people who rejected the knowledge and the wisdom that came from all the quote-unquote conspiracy theorists, right? The truth-tellers, they figured, oh, we're going to trust the science and trust Fauci and Debbie Burks and, 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 all, the, and, and all the fake people at Pfizer and, you know, the, the just everybody that's there to try to make a ton of money. They're going to listen to them. Why? Oh, because they're on TV. They're trustworthy. Oh. So you're going to listen to people on TV. And that merits them to be trustworthy. Oh, oh, okay. So you trust the movies then as being truth. Well, no, that's all fiction. Well, wait a minute now. But you say that you 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 trust everything in, in the media because they're on TV. So the movies are on TV. You know, that's that's on TV. Yeah, but that's different. That's fake. Oh. Okay. I mean, granted, they do put out some truth in movies because that's what they do. That's why the CIA was involved in the, you know, in Hollywood, why CIA offices are next to Hollywood, the Hollywood studios. But again, 
Everybody wanted to just trust the science, trust the science. We're all in this together. Trust the science. Forget about all those cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you know, anti-vaxxers, right? Remember that? We were all anti-vaxxers, anti-maskers. Oh, you're selfish. You're a selfish man for not putting on your mask. You know how much ridicule my wife and I endured, just probably like the rest of you, walking out in public without a mask? I'll be honest with you guys. It still pisses me off and boils my blood a little bit. That's just a human element of me coming out, though. <sighs> Very frustrating. How many of you out there got cast out by your family and friends for being truth tellers and try to blow the lid open on all this? Rita was saying, uh, you know what, Rita, it just dawned on me. I'm like reading your name on the chat board. If it was truly pronounced Rita, there probably wouldn't be an E in there, would it? Am I mispronouncing your name? Is this, is it Rietta? I knew it. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Rietta. Okay. Oh, man, that's embarrassing. This whole time I've been calling her Rita, one of the most faithful listeners here. And here I find out her real name is Rietta. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's embarrassing. Ooh. I'm glad you didn't ditch me and abandon the show for me mispronouncing your name. You should have called me out. I would have taken it. <laughs> That's funny. She says, I like it because it was like a secret name. LOL. Your husband must have been laughing too in the background. He's probably calling you Rita. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, Rietta was just saying that um, she's still dealing with it. People uh, casting her out as crazy. There's somebody in my county assembly. Get this for a second. So my wife, back to my wife, because my again, my wife is a mad researcher. She woke up my mom, her mom, her sister, uh, our brother-in-law, aunts, uncles about the whole adrenochrome thing in Hollywood. It all started with like a Justin Bieber song called uh, Yummy Yum or Yum Yum or some stupid song. You have to watch the video. It's really creepy. The whole referencing of pizza, Pizzagate, child trafficking, all that stuff. Very, very interesting. Well, as she started digging down deep down that rabbit hole and started looking on Twitter and realizing, man, I wonder if people are getting arrested because the people who were once very active on Twitter, and we're talking about Hollywood, all right? We're talking about very narcissistic people in Hollywood, people who are music stars, movie stars. They crave attention. That's all they want is attention. I mean, any little thing that goes against their belief system, they are hyperventilating and getting themselves on every single TV set that they could possibly find and get to you via the boob tube that we call television. When my wife started seeing that, the inactivity of a lot of these high-profile, quote-unquote, high-profile uh, actors, actresses, singers, and how quiet they were, she started doing some investigating. Started looking at their Twitters, looking at this list that we supposedly found online of all the people that got arrested in our Git mode. Again, not sure how true the whole list is, but it is very interesting because she cross-referenced that list with 
the Twitter activity with these people on that list who were Epstein clients. And wouldn't you imagine the people on that list are the same people that are quiet on Twitter and Facebook? Hmm. Very interesting. So someone in my assembly, I just found this out not too long ago. Somebody that just became new members. They might be listening live now. Uh, husband and wife, awesome people, sweet people. I'm going to leave their names out for privacy. But they were saying that their daughter lives out. I want to say it's out. In, yeah, Arizona, where Carrie Lake is at, right? And I believe, I think, yeah, Carrie Lake. The, who's that corrupt governor that was running out there? I'm trying to remember. Katie Was it Katie Hobbs? Refresh my memory, guys. I think it's Katie Hobbs, the corrupt one. Yeah, Katie Hobbs. Okay, Carrie Lake was the one that was running against Katie Hobbs. So anyway, so <clears throat> there's without a doubt people getting arrested for various different things. And they're on house arrest. Well, again, this couple that's in my county assembly was trying to inform their daughter who lives out in Arizona of these people being arrested well their daughter was like no that's not true that's that's not that's again nut job conspiracy theory none of it's true it's fake news it's misinformation don't know where you're getting all this information it's crap but guess what their daughter works out at the same gym works out at the same gym as katie hobbs and what did their daughter discover? Now I'm trying. I'm, I'm I'm thinking I'm retelling re, re the story correctly here. But guess what? Their daughter discovered on Katie Hobbs at the same gym that she works out at an ankle monitor. Well, Rudy Toot freaking Toot. I bet the people that are in my county assembly. With their daughter that kept doubting them and saying, oh, they're, they're, no, that's conspiracy. That's not true. Mom and dad, you're nuts. Stop it. I bet you they felt so, like, so good. What's that word? Vindicated? I bet you they felt so overjoyed when they got that little report from their daughter that she saw firsthand with her own eyes. Who doubted? She couldn't believe that there was an ankle monitor on her. Now, for what reason? I don't know. I can, I have a guess. And here's my only guess. This is a guess. Now, I don't know what other crimes they may have committed, but we've got to remember one thing is for certain. The whole reason why a lot of these atrocities take place, 9-11, the COVID scamdemic, JFK's murder, is to prevent people from assembling their states. Jason, come on. Not everything is about the assembly of states. Yes, it is, folks, because if you understood and comprehended the real reason why this is so important to assemble the states, you would be getting after this like yesterday and becoming part of your state and county assembly. <clears throat> you guys have no idea how much power gets lost with these evil demons that run this th place that we call the corporate government. They lose their power structure when we, the people, stand up. Thinking about, think about it. It's a small group of them 
using a mechanism called the media, hence Project Mockingbird, which was a CIA-ran event. But it's a small group of elitists around the world controlling six, seven, eight billion people. I don't know how many billion people we have, but we'll just call it seven billion people around the world. And they're this little club of money-controlled evil demons. Well, how do you control the herd? Brainwashing, TV, music, movies, sports, pacify them with drugs, alcohol, pornography, poison food, poison water, poison air. Keep the crowd dumb, stupid, and entertained. They don't want us assembling because they know that their way of life ends the minute the people become the power structure over them. Are you catching what I'm throwing at you? I know I'm an assemblyman. I understand I am a county member. I am a state member. Yes, it sounds like I'm always trying to base everything around the assembly. That's because I am. Full disclosure, I am. Why am I basing every other show around the assembly? Because, folks, it is that important. If you expect to get your country back, if you expect to get these things corrected, and you want to see, stop seeing these damn events take place, like train derailments and balloons, 40, you know, $400,000 missiles shooting down $10 balloons out of the sky. If you want to stop seeing these factories being blown up and set on fire in Mexico and Florida and Illinois, you know, <clears throat> this crap's going to continue on until you assemble your states. I wasn't going to play any of the audio, but um, again, because I, I was going to do a KLC, a Kurtz Law Corner review. But let me see if I can find it because I do have a couple clips. Let me play something real quick for you real quick. Hold on. What is going on here? Stupid phone. Hold on. No, I do not agree. It's trying to do a stupid update on me. Hold on because this is very important. Let me see if this is the right clip. Um, Is it this one? And none of them got it right. And none of them legitimate. And the Anna Von Wright stuff, that's actually pulling. Hold on. That's not it. Hold on. Okay. So, yes, it is a total collapse of our current form of government because it's not a form of government. It's a corporation. So right now, technically speaking, we don't even have a government. Really, honestly, it's a bunch of chickens with their head cut off running around. That's right. That's what's going on. Yep. But again, like I've covered under uh, Luther versus Borden under Article 4, Section 4, and Texas v. White, that this is a political argument, not a judicial one. Number two, Texas v. White, is the fact that the president only is acting as commander-in-chief, has the power to set up provisional government. Imagine that, folks. That's what's going on. Trump has been setting up provisional government pending the outcome of the war until the people reassemble government de jure. We will be under martial law. That's a fact. Okay? That's where we're at. 
right now is martial law. That is not legitimate government that's going on. And it's just a bunch of chickens running around with their heads cut off. Yep. Blood splurting everywhere. They don't even know what the hell they're doing. I mean, some of the some of the bills that I saw that I showed on on the live here uh, a couple weeks ago, they want to try to make constitutional amendments through Congress. Now, where's the Article Five Convention? So that's one of them. Here's the last clip I'm going to play. It's only like a minute long. I know I went a little long today. We're hitting an hour, but this is very important because here's the thing. At the end of the day, <laughs> we're not going to see anything get fixed unless we assemble these states. Listen, listen to this next clip. Again, folks, it's all a show. They don't know what the hell they're doing. That's right. Oh, wait, hold on a second. This is the one. There we go. It's all a show. They don't know what the hell they're doing. And until we reassemble, this stuff isn't going to really go away. So this really needs to be the primary focus is getting the 35 people to come together to do the proper paperwork to reestablish the government de jure. Because all political power is inherent in the people. And we have that right to alter, reform, or abolish anything at any time we deem it necessary. And that, in essence, is how that power is claimed and exercised. That's right. Like I said, I wasn't going to do any KLC stuff tonight, but... I would recommend going and listening to that whole show. It's from last night, Kirk's Law Corner. You can find it on Rumble. You can probably find it on Telegram. Listen to the whole show. It's about a little over two hours or maybe under two hours, but right around two hours. It's a good show. Go listen to it. A lot of good, solid information. You won't regret that two hours. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, guys, the people that are out there telling the truth are the same people that are actually out there assembling. Okay? It's hard to tell the truth. It's hard to stand alone. When you're telling the truth, because why is it hard to stand alone? Because for every one of you telling the truth, there's probably about 500 people out there. Eh, Maybe not quite as much. We'll we'll, we'll say for every one of you, there's probably 100 people out there going against you. Thinking you're crazy. But see, when all this shakes out and everything starts kind of coming out, I mean, for crying out loud. The Department of Energy is starting to come out and say that they think that the COVID virus came from from China. Now, obviously, it didn't. There's other stuff at play here. In fact, that leads me to one other little thing here because, again, it's all kind of ties together. Let me go to Telegram real quick. Hold on. Let me go to his hard line. Let me scroll up for a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, right here. Where is it at? It was from BioClandestine. Yeah. <clears throat> so... He posted bioclandestine, posted something. It was like a screenshot by someone uh, with the screen name ALX. It says, breaking, the Chinese Communist Party has warned Elon Musk to stop sharing the report stating that COVID-19 came from a Wuhan lab. Now, this is what 
bioclandestine wrote with that screenshot says that's because it didn't come from wuhan it was engineered in ukraine shipped to wuhan in animal vectors an outbreak happened and then the west used wuhan as the cover story to hide their biological stronghold in ukraine it was designed to look like a natural spillover event that's right so let's give a, a basic timeline 2019 COVID 19 occurred naturally okay 2020 lab origin theories and russian disinformation okay 2021 questioning gain of functioning research is treason okay 2022 any speak of u.s biological activity in ukraine is disinformation and treason oh here we go 2023 um okay covid 19 came from a lab but it was in china do you see where this is going all roads to our corporate government lead to Ukraine. And then in the same day, BioClandestine also wrote, to be clear, I'm not absolving China in all of this. Any individual or entity that assisted in any way needs to be held accountable. I'm just pointing out that no one has tried to cover up the lab origins of SARS-CoV-2 more than the U.S. government and media. The U.S. government are suspect number one. That's right. See, at the end of the day, we're not going to fix this with hopes and prayers. Hopes and prayers are good. Prayers are very powerful tools. But what's that old saying out there? God help them who help themselves first. You got to help yourself. If you want to see this country be fixed, stop complaining and get involved. My wife was up here saying people are scared of the truth and, and, and being wrong. Yep, I agree with that. Leslie Liberty, let me see here. I'm just reading through here, kind of speed reading. Leslie Liberty says, I don't either, Nancy, but if we don't do it, who will? I told my hubby, who is one who won't join, that areas, uh, that areas my, that airs my conscience will be clear as I am at least trying. Oh, at least my conscience will be clear as I am trying. That's right. And I'll keep trying, as Nancy says. Rietta was saying, we can't stop. Our nations and future generations depend on it. That's why I'm doing it. It's a tough hill to, to climb, guys. I know it. But um, we're going to win it. There's stuff happening here. Uh, I'm not going to get into details but there's stuff that's occurring and continuing to occur before we can move forward and be able to grow the assembly a lot of bad actors out there we'll just leave it there i'll leave that there let's end this in a prayer heavenly father we come to you today <clears throat> dry throat and all but we come to you today and we ask for your guidance, your protection, that you strengthen the armor that we request of you on a daily basis to, to put around our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our, our body itself. We have a lot of work to do, as you know. And I know we didn't get here overnight. 
just like you don't gain weight overnight. It's easy to do, and it's easy to do in a thoughtless state. But when you're making a conscious effort to lose that weight, it takes time, dedication, patience, a strong will, and discipline. Gaining weight is easy. Losing it's hard. Just like losing our liberty and our freedoms was very easy because we allowed big brother government to take over our lives. But gaining our sovereignty back and our freedom back is going to be a very tough process. We understand that. We're willing to put in the work and the dedication and be disciplined with it. We just ask that you walk with us every step of the way. It's that important. So, Father, with our hat in our hands and coming to you humbled, we ask that you forgive our sins, our transgressions as a, as a country and as individual men and women, especially for turning a blind eye to so many atrocities that occurred here in this nation. Don't give up on us because we are not giving up on the country. We're not giving up on you. And it is one of the reasons why we're here to get your word out there, to get this good news out there and to get the knowledge of the assembly out there. So we can finally return what was originally left behind by us. We pray all this in your Holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you all being here. Sorry for going a little long today. And if I kind of jumped around here and there and it didn't really make sense as my, you know, of my order, forgive me. Sometimes that happens, but I promise I was trying to keep everything in line with the subject matter. So, like I said, those people that cast us out because, you know, we were, we dared to tell the truth and tried to warn people. Like basically, you know, all these people that took the vax, right? that are starting to get heart issues and health issues and some people that are dying, we're starting to hear people say, well, why didn't you warn us? What do you mean, why didn't we warn you? We tried warning you. We tried warning you. We're not going to sit here and call you stupid, but deaf, yeah, we tried warning you. Are you ready to repent and go to Christ and and ask for healing? Because that's the only one that's going to be your only hope now at this point. No doctor, no man's going to help you. Only God, only Jesus. That's it. Go to God. Go to Jesus. So, remember, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising here at His Hard Line. It is up to us to hold that line, speak truth, truth, be bold. Fight back against those who don't want to face truth eye to eye. Quite frankly, I find it easier and easier by the day to speak truth. I don't care who thinks I'm nuts. I really don't care. My wife doesn't care. We've given up giving a damn a long time ago. As my wife would say, my give a damn button is busted.
That was a little late, Alvin. Anyway, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back here tomorrow. I hope you have a good day, good night, wherever you're at in the world, and we will be back. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Time to wake Time up. To wake up. <laughs> no longer can we rely on those same people in the media and politics who will say anything to keep our rigged system in place. Instead, we must choose to believe in America. History is watching us now. We don't have much time, but history is watching. It's waiting to see if we will rise to the occasion and if we will show the whole world that America is still free and independent and strong. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. For too long, a small group in our nation's capital has reaped the rewards of government, while the people have borne the cost. Thank <laughs> you.